Do we name this thing? I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm Arnie. <laughs> we're gonna talk about some fucking movies today. Fuck yeah. yeah fuck yeah, we're talking about some movies. Uh yo, so bad boys. Bad boys what for life. What, what, you, what, you, what you want? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this was a fucking dope movie, man. Uh I had a lot of fun with it. And it is weird watching this movie after all of the uprising against the police. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it is definitely like a little bit of a culture shock right uh, just like i guess just like when i watch any tv right now we're like whoa 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 that guy's really close to anybody <laughs> that, that person's just breathing on another person oh like with coronavirus as well right now like you're just like oh yeah. man i would have never get that close to anybody right hyper focused on everything everything's you're hyper focused on like they're, I mean, they're just they're just killing people left and right. Yeah. <laughs> just like, holy shit, no wonder cops do this shit. It's like what they're yeah. tra- it's what they see in the movies and shit to do. It's yeah. ridiculous. I think we need to tell everybody we're going to spoil. We're going to spoil everything. A hundred percent. You're going to spoil the shit out of it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. On everything. Um, this movie's been out for like at least seven months, right? I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, what is the release date of this thing? Uh, let's see. Like, man, the movies have been closed for three months. It's so. 17th of January. It was like the last of the movies that was able to be released before the pandemic. The movies, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the movie theater has been closed for three months. You had a lot of time to watch. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. We're just guys wanting to talk about movies, man. Um, definitely a palate cleanser uh, as opposed to the last ones we watched. Um, dude, uh, let me ask you this. Um, what's your overall feeling of the, of the flip? Like, just like, Give me like a summary of how you liked it. Oh man, I gotta be well. It's funny. I gotta be bad cop. I okay. think you're gonna be good cop. I'm gonna be bad cop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. I, I watched all of them up to this point because I, I just I it's been so long. I mean, when when you like when I watched it, I don't know about you, but like it, it's kind of like Rush Hour. I watched all of these as a kid, and then I rewatched them a little bit when I'm grown up, and I'm like, wow, this shit was like a little racy. Like <laughs> this shit was like. <laughs> crazy like they were saying this back then yeah you for know sure. like the, things like that and uh i don't know it was it, it was completely different and, the, and then uh i really liked how they made sure to reference everything and they they kept the storyline uh i missed i never thought i'd say this after watching transformer movies but i, I missed my bet okay okay did you catch the random ass michael bay fucking cameo no did I miss yeah. that? He he was he was like it was he was the guy. I don't know if you can remember this scene. It was at it was during the wedding, right? It was after they got married, and it was like yeah. it was like before it was he was the guy that handed Will Smith the mic. Oh, from the wheelchair really? with the blonde hair. That was Michael Bay, dude. It was it it came out of nowhere for me. I was like, is that Michael Bay? Like that that's fucking Michael Bay. I see it now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I, I was like, okay. I didn't even know. I, I'm so used to seeing him in as like a different person. Like his haircut is just a little different the way I'm remembering him. That For sure. I, I wouldn't have never noticed that was him. Yeah, I definitely recognized him. Um, but do you have anything else to say for your beginning part of it? Oh yeah, yeah. Like just my beginning notes. Like, uh, dude, like I, I did like, I did like the the base of the story. I just felt it was too sequel. It was too sequel is the way I'll say it. Too you sequel. know, like the, 
they, they just try too hard sometimes. For sure. Instead of just, instead of sure. just letting it unfold. For sure. For sure. I get that. Unnatural. Sometimes. Unnatural. For sure. Um, I'll say it for myself. I, I thought this movie, uh, the first point about missing Michael Bay, this, uh, this style is definitely taking from Michael Bay. I'm not sure who these directors are. Um, it looks like they're, they're international and they've done some like smaller movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Abiel and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adil or Abiel and somebody else. It's a, a deal. Yeah. It's a deal in a bill. Deal in a bill. I'm not sure where they're from. I'm looking at one of their IMDb pages. Looks like they're just international guys that they gave a chance to because they've done some really like kick ass, like, uh, you know, neo action movies. Looks like they're actually. They, they did it. They did this movie called Black. And uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, I believe. Don't quote me on any of this. Okay. I won't. Jerry Bruckheimer uh, saw that he saw Black and he loved it. And he's like, we need somebody that can do what they did and if they did it with no like no star in their movie low super low budget i'm like he was like let's give them a test let's see what they can do with uh, a lot of money and some big name so they threw down on this um which i thought the like holy crap man they pulled out I, the only thing they didn't do is bring gabrielle union back yeah yeah and i was like but they pulled every I'm like, if you replace Gabrielle Union with uh, El, El Rey del Sur, what, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember her name. I do love that. I love that Mexicans are the new bad guys all the time now. The I Queen like... of the South? You know the Queen of the South? Uh, oh, yeah, you know the... yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen like uh, like a couple minutes of an episode, and I know, I know what you're talking about. No, no, you know no, they film uh, that shit? Not, not the American version. The novella came out, and like I think the lady from, from the novella is in the... Uh, or maybe you, or no 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 I'm sorry maybe she's just in the American version all I was saying is um, I, I, I like their style and um, I can see that they were definitely taken from Michael Bay you could definitely tell that there was a little bit of a smaller budget because all the action was slightly more contained but they did a lot with the budget and I think my overall feeling for the movie really is like um, this was a movie that for sure tried to not take itself seriously because at the beginning of the movie there was a fucking car chase and at the end of it it turned out they were just going to go see his fucking grandchild be born yeah <laughs> like, okay so like i feel like they were going for like a mixture of the other guys mixed with like the post fast and furious five um and then like i think that like they had that script and then they gave that script to an actually good writer and they, they did some really good touch-ups on the script because I genuinely believe there was some good acting in this movie despite the fact that it was just a complete genre fest, which totally it was. Like, it was a complete genre fest, um, but I do believe that where the characters were were believable. I think that some of the scenes were actually really well acted. Um, and I believe that the story itself, uh, you know, a definitely a genre fucking just action movie that really doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like Miami has a billion dollars for its like fucking for, for its like policing budget, right? Uh, also, like it's like these guys are killing people left and fucking right. And watching this movie post a uh, police uprising, yeah. you could just you, you feel the stark difference in like, dude, they're just like straight up killing people left and right. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like fucking Mike yeah, Lowry. Yeah. Mike Lowry, I'll put this in my notes. Mike Lowry is a fucking psychopath. Like, yeah. Straight up psychopath. He kills, he's fucking killing people left and right. Right. And he's talking about how much he just wants to kill people. Granted, he was shot, killed, which also I think was a really nice part of this movie. And things like this, this movie took chances that you wouldn't expect a genre movie to take. And I think it actually showed good stewardship to the characters and gave some of these characters a uh, a good arc and ending to them. Um, but with all that said, um, I mean, it was it was a paint by numbers action flick that I think had really good acting and uh, a decent enough story structure to uh, say that uh, it was enjoyable and a little bit above average. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I totally agree. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I I didn't even think about it because watching the first two. There's just something classic. There's something one dimensional about it that I love. It's so simple. Uh, I always take everything in my head. uh, I'm in love with the Rocky series. So I I, I put everything in the in like a very. uh, Everything has a template. Every movie should have a template. And the Rocky series melts you with one fucking template. It's the exact same chronological order. You could probably count the minutes in the movie and be like, oh shit, we're coming up on 25 minutes. Some of the things about to happen. We're about to see a turn. <laughs> and then like, oh, we're coming up, we're coming on like, you know, 30 minutes left in the movie. Uh, there's gonna have to be some sort of like redevotion to this character so that we can go into the montage so that we can go to the ending montage. It's like, you know, it all sure. has this nice template and uh, the bad boys, the first two, they just have such a good template of saying one bad guy, you know, one way to, to like solve this problem, no twists, no anything. And then a fuck ton of action. Let's just do all the action we can. Uh, and then going back to your cop thing is like, yeah, the whole, the whole time, but these three movies, it's like shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. And for and sure, like, dude. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's be a little bit more PC about yeah. this. I wrote that in my <laughs> notes cop porn. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, even, I mean, Martin Lawrence, uh, which I'll, I'll get to more on him later, but like, Martin Lawrence is the, the whole time he's like, dude, you killed every witness that we had. I was like, <laughs> yeah. You killed everybody in the room. Like he, every single time, every scene. Do you remember that and scene like, where they're breaking down a door to, to a lawyer? And then like, this is after, um, what's, what's Martin Lawrence's uh, uh, name? Marcus. Mar- Marcus, okay. So Marcus is like, oh, I got peace, peace, peace. So we walk in here, we can't do that. And fucking Mike Lowry just does a no-knock warrant without a warrant. <laughs> fucking knocks down the door and just fuck goes in with fucking guns and plates. Like, dude. I love the day. Di- I did. I did. I did like the dichotomy of him, Marcus, just being like, "All right, dude, we we like I I made a fucking pledge to God that if you lived, that I would not bring any violence to the world." And, yeah. and the whole time, it was just him trying to fight that feeling, fight that feeling. At the same time, Mike Larry is just a fucking straight, fucking like balls to the wall John Wick motherfucker. Every five seconds of the movie. Um. I thought that specific choice uh, definitely made it to where like uh, a lot of really funny stuff happened. Like I like that as a device. You're you're so right though. I mean, they uh, their acting was on another level. Like you can tell from the first one to this one, 
they've grown as actors so much. They know how to do good film. Uh, like I, I think it was Will Smith who called up Jerry Bruckheimer and said, Hey man, I want to do another one of these films. Like, let's do it. And it was three years after bad boys two or two years after bad boys two. And he said, he, he said, he, over the phone, he told him a scene that he wanted to happen. And that scene was the exact scene that ended up making it into the film where I think Will Smith goes to Martin Lawrence's house and then they're they're celebrating something on right? the day of his daughter's wedding. Yeah, yeah. But like that scene that that yes. after the wedding, yes, yes. where yes. they meet for a drink afterwards and talk a little bit. Hundred percent. Will Smith discussed that scene originally, and like what you were saying earlier, man. Like they just they got these they got these like really good. And I think it was the opposite actually of what you said earlier. They got these really good scenes written, and then they're like, "All right, can you finish this out and make a script?" I think it's the opposite. He's the opposite. I, it, I don't know. I, it could be I both. like the writer. It could be I both. I like the writer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I actually respect this writer a lot. Um, but I don't, I don't, you know, it could be like, oh, I shit. feel like there was a really good, strong moment. So I'm looking at the story credit. So I know that the history of this movie, they've been trying to make this movie for a fucking decade. Um, and Joe yeah, Carnahan, oh my God, Joe Carnahan. Joe Carnahan. Uh, I know that he was supposed to direct this movie, but he's on here as a story credit. And I think he's the, he's the only one that I know on here, but like Joe Conrad, like he's the one who did um, um, Smoke and Aces. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, the A-Team reboot that I actually really enjoyed. The one with Liam Neeson's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, I don't know who oh, yeah. who's the one that actually made this the script like polishable, but like I definitely feel like there was somebody with a with, with some talent, definitely like sprinkled so some they, some really good scenes in there. What I saw in an interview, they they actually brought in Chris Bremner to so the Peter and Joe made the script and it, it had been going on forever. So they brought in Chris Bremner like at the very end because yeah, like uh, Will Smith even said when he made that call, he had to say no to, to Jerry Brookheimer about making the movie because he was making Karate Kid with his son. Like how long ago was that? That was yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been trying to make this movie for a while. And, and that's why he couldn't start the film at that time. Yeah. And then they've been going back and forth. Uh, yeah, Martin Lawrence was like, I don't even know if this, I didn't even know this film was actually going to get made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he's portly. He's definitely portly in it. But you know what? That that fits the character, you know? There was definitely... It uh, does. He, he did lack a little bit. Uh, I guess, you know, you think, you know, you know, like Jim Carrey is not going to be Jim Carrey forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's not going to be able to hold up that much energy the whole time. Uh, what I love about Martin Lawrence in all his films was like his blue streak moments where he's just fucking radical off the top. Yeah. Uh, that was skinny I, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, man. And so like, I, I kind of felt, I felt like he didn't add enough, enough energy for Will Smith to be ridiculous. Like that, that's what I always loved. I see. Like, yeah. Will, uh, one's really ridiculous and funny. And then one's just 
ridiculously obsessive. So now it just made Will Smith just look overly aggressive. Yeah, Will Smith. I mean, Will Smith went to war in this movie. (laughs) Shit got real for him. It felt like I am legend. Uh, Like an I am legend. He's over here just like, just going to kill everybody in zombie Miami. Yeah, dude. Like, there's so much about this movie that is just over the top and ridiculous. His fucking apartment. How the fuck can anyone who works in the police department afford that fucking department? (laughs) They worked on that since the get-go, man. They're they're like... he got left a million dollars he got from his family. Oh, is that right? I forgot about that. I, 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 tr- yeah, he was a trust fund kid. Oh, he wants to be a cop. Okay. That makes sense. He wants to be a cop. They call him an adrenaline junkie. It's like, we, we all can't make money and get girls like you do. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I do, like, I had a, you know, I have an affinity for these characters since the time I was a kid, man. I remember watching fucking Bad Boys when I was a kid at home and i remember watching bad boys 2 in the theaters with my dad bad boys 2 is a fucking masterpiece right for a teenage kid in the fucking early aughts like my that was definitely like early aughts i'm pretty sure i don't think it was in the 90s but bad boys 2 fuck because even that movie was like almost it was i mean it was almost like seven eight years from the first time we've seen bad boys right so it was a completely different movie i love the way that movie starts off with fucking them fighting the kkk <laughs> um, yep. um i, I yeah, just bad boys, original bad boys is 95 yeah Man. 95 yeah it so like, is actually aged well because i watched i just watched it on netflix it's aged pretty well look, man, 2003 was bad boys too you they gotta give kind of you gotta aged. give michael bass some fucking credit man I mean, that man like for all of his like like transformers really soured people on michael bay for like i think michael bay eventually got to the point where he was just like the way he makes movies, he doesn't like, like he he is a visual fucking artist for sure. But he definitely has story chops. His movies are good and they can be good. I think with uh, Transformers, they just told him to make movie after movie every year, and you just can't make a good movie that quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. As he as honestly, like most of his movies are great. It's most of the Transformers movies that are just, I mean, they're just buck wild movies. They're just book while movies and like eventually just like eventually just started to not make any sense whatsoever, you know? Um, yeah, and I'm looking at it and for yeah, once again, how they aged, I wouldn't believe you if you told me that Blue Streak and like Black Knight came after uh Bad Boys because it just yeah, the yeah. movie just looks so good, especially uh, in HD and HD and like. You know, all the effects and stuff, uh, it kind of reminded me of watching it in the theaters. Because when you when you watch good action, I, I realize you, you need to watch it with like some good sound. You're kind of enthralled. For sure, man. For sure, man. I, I, I miss those action movies from the 90s, man. This definitely has that flavor. So like uh, one of my favorite ones from the 90s is definitely Die Hard 3 with the Vengeance. I think that movie is a goddamn masterpiece. It kind of encapsulates everything that I love about 90s action flicks. The biggest thing is that about the one those? with the, the young dude, uh, like his son. No, this is the one with uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, I, man, I, I already forgot how much because didn't they bring them like Jay Bruchelle for one of them or not? Jay yeah, Bruchelle. yeah, that was that was number four. The other kid. That was the one where like the Internet was the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> and like they, they went to go see like uh, we got a Kevin Smith. Nerd. Yeah. Kevin Smith played that dude in the command center. Um. 
Oh, like uh, that um, Independence Day. Um, just those like solid action flicks that like. The, I think the biggest oh, yeah. reason they were so good back then uh, is a combination of things. Chief of which is honestly a lot of the effects were like in the face of the actors, so I think there was just better acting because they weren't in front of green screens all the time. And I think overall, I think the quality of acting is just better because I think the quality of writing was better for those movies back then. Uh, mm-hmm. Nowadays, I think when action movies are made, it is paint by numbers stuff. It's like uh, everyone follows the same rubric. Um, and when, 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 when action movies come together are when, A, you know, you care about the characters. You definitely care about the characters, right? Uh, that's the, the best way to actually get in the movie. Uh, and then secondly, the action is not just overarching. It's, it's believable and it actually changes the story. Right? Like, um, like, uh. A perfect example is like in, in Bad Boys 2, that fucking Dutch angle sweep when Mike Larry gets off the phone and or like Marcus gets off the phone and finds out that his sister's been taken hostage. You know, and it, it's literally just a camera movement and a push up and it's the fucking iconic fucking lead up fucking yeah that Dutch hugging pan that goes up the sideways and then just goes and then like Mike Mike just goes shit just got real. You see right. the helicopter? Yeah, dude. The helicopter for no reason flying yeah. over. Yeah. Which dude. that's a big police budget item. Fuck it. Yeah. For sure, man. Just that, um, uh, I think like there's just like something like nowadays action flicks. And I think this is a big reason why nowadays, and I don't know if you've noticed, oh. horror movies. And something that happened in those films, just, just to go on with your moment real quick, they always like kind of like, look and they they have that one liner yeah you know it's like man we're fucked like, yeah. just like that I, whatever the, the words are it's not usually that but it's it's something like you're not gonna like this one or you know like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. bad day yeah yeah it's a bad day in the neighborhood i think there's probably okay. just like a different way of writing movies and like eventually like they really did put some stock and character in movies back then right yeah. um that's why a lot of those action movies really kind of still resonate um, look, like Matrix is another example. That's like one of the last. That, that was in 1999. That was one of the last 90s great action. Um, probably, honestly, one of the best movies ever made, and mo- probably a movie that has influenced movies after. Um, yeah. Uh, but like nowadays, uh, like the the reason, like the reason that Fast and the Furious series is doing so well, part of it is like nowadays audiences really, really want long form storytelling where you actually like live with characters for a long time. You know. Um, uh, thankfully, uh, Justin Lin, who's the guy who directed Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, he took the franchise and changed it into what it is now when he directed Fast and Furious and then Fast and Furious 5, right? He, like, like, he, like, he kind of set the template for what action movies are going to be after by doing that because he turned the Fast and Furious from a mo- movie that was a, kind of a point break, mm-hmm. point break movie where it's just about a cop versus a criminal. Right. And eventually the cop and the criminal become friends and eventually like have a code. Turn that on its head. And he essentially turned it into a Power Rangers movie where uh, yep. the cop and the, the cop and the criminal are now both criminals. And now they got a crew and it's a heist movie. You got a nerd. You got a gearhead. You got like the hot blonde. 
You got like the 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 babbling twin idiots. I know, you know we're like, in this movie, but it's Ghetto Ocean's Eleven. It's Ghetto Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, dude. yeah, for sure. You know, and like that template is being followed now a lot, and you can see the direct contrast of the, the direct uh, influence of that to this movie, where like, uh, what's the organization that the Miami police gives billions of dollars in R and D research? Is it called Ammo? Ammo. Ammo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, there's the nerd with the good-looking blonde dudes. The nerd. You got is that who's that girl? Who's that girl? The 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 what's her name? It's right here. Vanessa Hutchinson's in it. She's like the the spunky young one, you know. Yeah. Um And then um, I forget what is her name. The Rita, Paulina Nunez. She's like the uh, the yeah, lead. That's, that Paulina is the girl from uh, Reina del Sur. She actually comes from the novella. Tight. So she's she's completely. That's what I was trying to get on a tangent earlier. I was like. They're just like they were just pulling people from like novellas, which is like she's an awesome actress. Never heard of her before sure. this. Yeah. The the hopefully uh, she's from Baja California. Uh, the Mexican, uh, yeah, the 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 whole Mexican um, uh, exposure Evil. in this movie oh. is pretty great. Yeah, I uh, I love the fact that I love the fact that Mexicans are now the enemies in the movies now. Uh, fun fact: your your like favorite movie, uh, Die Hard with Vengeance and bad boys came out in the same year wow oh that just goes to show you that like wow. action movies had a heyday and like the best ones did because 95 was a, you know obviously 95 was a great year i think 95 is the one where like pulp fiction pulp fiction lion king wow. and shawshank redemption were all in the uh, academy awards together wow uh it was just a good year for movies but i i, I you got me thinking and I, I was trying to do a search for like What's the action movies now? Like, are there even action movies? Like, well, it's it's get, it's go it, straight blue or you know straight to DVD or streaming, and it's the for superheroes. It's the superhero movies. It's that's the, exactly what's the when Fast I and the Furious. Twenty eighteen. When I typed in twenty eighteen, it was just like uh, Black Panther, Avengers. You know, like all those. And I was like, no, I'm I'm looking for like the I guess what what we call thrillers now, and the people who head up the top thrillers of twenty eighteen are will smith and gemini man <laughs> i didn't reeves. i didn't watch that Keanu reeves is fucking killing it dude in john wick can we talk about Keanu reeves for a second standard. let's talk about Keanu reeves. i have a thing to say about him like, can... third, no no we can go ahead, just and the third <laughs> thing is Ger gerard butler in angel has fallen like all those guys are old school like straight up old school guys old school action people doing old school things man like they are they are keeping the genre alive i, I read a whole article Sylvester Stallone too is trying to yeah keep and, going. And like i i saw like just listening on they made a, another movie called inside man which was the denzel series they just they replaced it they put a younger actor in there and i was like wow like they're trying to keep that genre alive and only the old school guys are are making it survive yeah what were you gonna say about uh Keanu. Dude, Keanu Reeves, man, I fucking love Keanu Reeves so much, dude. I was uh, listening to the commentary for um, Antebellum. Is it Antebellum? It's with John Wick 3, whatever that is. Yeah, you're right. Antebellum. Uh, is it Antebellum? Um, uh, he was talking about how... Oh, Parabellum. Parabellum, yeah. Parabellum, Parabellum. Uh, Parabellum. He was Lady talking... Lady Antebellum is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> completely different. Sorry, my bad, my bad. But he was talking about how when he approaches action movie 
he understands that he is the arbiter for the audience. And as far as he can go, is as far as the audience is willing to go into the world. So uh, by that, he means, like, by that, he, he, was, he was kind of explaining why he trained so hard. Of why he puts himself through the pace. Keanu Reeves trains more than anyone else right now. Um, on both a physical and tactical level. Um, I mean, uh, people talk about all the time how his martial arts is on point. His gun control is on point. Um, everything he does is in line with what you would actually be doing when you're training to be an assassin of some sort, being able to use a gun in martial arts. Um, and, uh, the reason I like that quote resonated for me was because like, it's true. Like the reason, like the matrix is so badass is because you believe that this guy can fucking stop bullets. Right. Um, and the reason John Wick movies are so good is of course, because of Keanu Reeves, but also because Keanu Reeves worked ass off so that everything he does in those movies, however, physically demanding he makes it look easy and because he makes it look easy the audience goes with it. the audience like believes it too believes you can do that shit you know that's just a that's just a great quote man that i, I heard him say one day and i was like fuck that, that that's so that's so true that's so fucking john, true and, and, and john wick like could be the, the person single-handedly keeping this the genre alive and people would still go watch it any day you know yeah, He's still so good, dude. At, at yeah, action. I watch I watch Joe when it's on on TBS randomly on a fucking Saturday exactly. afternoon. I was like, oh, this is on. Yeah, fuck yeah. And um, Will Smith, Will Smith too, man. Will Will Smith is is really good at acting. He's kind of showed his age in this one. Yeah, uh, I couldn't believe like it was. I think I remember watching uh, what was the superhero one where he oh, played Hancock. Like, I remember watching Hancock and it was like, man, this guy's aged a little a little bit. Oh man, and then now like. Couple, you know, ten years later, almost like watching this, like yep, starting to show his age a little bit more. Overall, what do you think about this movie? You recommend it? Uh, look, man, I recommend it for some dumb, clean fun. And if you enjoy the Bad Boys movies, you're gonna like this movie. Um, I think yeah. you're gonna get something out of it. it. It definitely brings a nice stamp to some of the characters and actually gives some nice moments for the characters. That that's what I'm about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Like this is a, like it's Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Um, but, uh, but I have affinity for these characters because I've like remembered them since I was a child, and I've watched them. I've watched Bad Boys One and Two several times on several occasions with several people. I've, this is a movie that I watched with my family, you know, like uh, and 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 on several occasions, you know, just randomly oh, yeah. on a Saturday night, you know. Um, so I think if you're a fan of the franchise or if you're a fan of just action movies in general, you'll find a movie that you will enjoy. Uh, as for the characters, definitely gives us some closure, and then honestly, like it's at worst. Definitely an above-average action movie that I think you can spend a definite like Saturday afternoon just wasting your time on. And I think they uh, they opened it up for kind of a spinoff. It sounds like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Will Smith kid. He's just like <laughs> yeah. go ahead and take on his legend. I liked it because it gave it a very uh, what you were saying earlier too. Uh, it gives it a very uh, Fast and the Furious spinoff vibe. Like it, yeah. it feels like we could turn it. Turn, turn this into a better version of uh Hodge Hodge and Shop, whatever the guy Hodge's and Shop. Oh fucking the, the the other guys. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. I can't even say that. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it kind of makes it a better spinoff than that. Um, but I, 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 I say the same thing. Like, I really enjoy the characters. It gave us a lot of closure. Uh, these, these movies are classic to us. And they're, they're like, it, you can call this a classic now. Like, you feel this kind of, this type of movie. Because it, it, it dates back to the 90s, you know? Yeah. Of, these movies were really good and something as iconic as uh, a movie i think you mentioned earlier too the other guys like the other guys make fun of movies like this yeah that's how iconic these movies are and the other guys was such a, a fantastic film because it it played jokes on these cop films and to know that you can still go like to movie theater and still watch a couple like this much so yeah I, I really did like it as our palate cleanser for sure I, I, I don't know it's on I'd probably watch it again. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. Uh, I think that's cool. it for this episode. Yep. Yep. Uh, see, see you next time. We're still recording. I want to plug this. I'm on everything on Arnie Diaz 89. My YouTube channel is uh, Arnie yeah. Diaz. Um, my uh, podcast feed is the Arnie Diaz show on every podcasting platform. Just look for that Arnie Diaz, the Arnie Diaz show. Thank you. For sure, man. Yeah. Cool. And uh, thanks, for, thanks for being on this with us every time for sure all right uh and goodbye everybody peace see you next Love, time happiness do yourself a favor just watch a movie <laughs> <laughs> i like that line <laughs>